0: You are listening to The Hodges Huddle, where we discuss all things in the wide world of sports. Here's your KLSU sports team.
1: Welcome into The Hodges Huddle. I'm your host, Andre Champagne, and today I'm joined by Nathan Messina and Jaden Smith. How are we doing today? I'm doing good, man.
0: Doing good. Tuesday as always ready, ready for finals
2: and all that to be
1: over. Yeah, man. School, school is among us, guys. Uh, and it's a little sad, though, because this is our last podcast of the semester, and we're all going to be gone home for winter break after finals week. Yeah. So, <clears throat> with that, you know, this one should be a little some fun. So, let's get into it. Uh, first off, we're going to talk about LSU football and Jaden Daniels. Uh, LSU defeated Texas A&M over the weekend by a score of 42-30. to 30 in a game where the offense struggled to score in the first half but came alive in the second. Jaden Daniels totaled four touchdowns and 355 total yards in this one to keep the Heisman hopes alive. And so let's talk about LSU's season um, and how they finished, as well as Daniels in the Heisman race really quickly. First off, with LSU, this is a team that you know has the chance to win a 10th game for the second straight year, uh, which would be huge for the program. So what – do you think that would mean to LSU in terms of consistency and just continuing to build the program?
2: Yeah, I mean, I think a lot of people are, are disappointed, and understandably so, just because of the the potential that this team had, especially the offense, if they would have just had a mediocre defense. Mm-hmm. And I understand the disappointment, but at the same time, considering where we were two, three years ago mm-hmm. with Ed Ojean, <laughs> I mean, this team, this program was in the dumps, dude. So it's it's – Uh, Very much a breath of fresh air, even if it is a little disappointing just this season, um, considering where we were just not that long ago.
0: Yeah, I think that's the silver lining in all this. I think, look, you're just not going to win national championships every year. That's that's just how it is. So I think this is a really good thing for this program. I mean, back-to-back 10-win seasons, it's pretty darn impressive, man. I don't care how you try to put it or draw it up. So I'm satisfied, I guess. Obviously, it hurts to watch an offense like this, you know, not come away with a natty, but, you know,
1: I guess all hope isn't lost. Yeah, and I think if Brian Kelly can get that, you know, bowl game victory, that just shows, you know, LSU is going to consistently win, right? Even in lower years of recruiting like these years past, and and that just shows that you can develop as a player over there, and whether that's, you know, being a transfer portal guy, whether that's being a recruit, um, they're going to develop over here. And so I think this is going to help the program with – you know, just setting a sort of foundation for them to start uh, to compete for those national championships. You see, you know, Georgia had to start somewhere, right? And that started with those 10-win seasons. Bama had to start with Nick Saban it somehow, and they did that. So it starts with those 10-win seasons, and they've been able to do that so far. So as far as talent drop-off, though, they're going to lose a lot of guys, uh, starting with Malik Neighbors, Jaden Daniels, probably Brian Thomas, uh, maybe a couple of offensive linemen as well as Major Burns on defense, Andre Sam. So will LSU have to dig in the portal for some talent or do you think they can just, you know, sort of trust their development this summer in their younger guys?
2: Um, I mean, I obviously would not be upset with going and digging in the portal, especially if you can get a couple gems, especially from A&M. I think you can probably ransack yeah. their roster a little yeah. bit. Um, but I I I trust the development a little bit. The only position I really would like to see them bring in somebody would be wide receiver. Um, Outside of that, I say just ride with your guys. Defense, you could maybe fill a couple holes, but I'm actually very um, hopeful about the defense next year.
0: Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think I'm kind of on the same track as Nathan. I do think you're going to have to dig in the portal just a little bit just Mm because that's just the new form of recruiting. That's just how it is. Yeah. I did take a look at the ESPN 300 earlier today. We have two players in the Mm -hmm. top 100, so that's – it's not a lot to look forward yeah. to as far as that goes. So I di- I am much more hopeful about the defense. I think these young guys have played well with the snaps they were given, and I think that that's going to go a long way and is really going to show next year when they get even yeah. more
1: of them. Yeah, and I think they're going to have to do both. I think, you know, in terms of, sa- like, safety, at safety, I think they're going to be okay, but they're going to lose guys, like I said. That means they're just going to have to fill some spots with experience, kind of like they did with Andre Sam. And I think LSU maybe needs to go out and get a corner or two, maybe in the portal. But other than that, you know, I feel as if LSU can finally, you know, trust in a spring and summer to develop those younger guys that not only, you know, Kelly has recruited, but guys that, you know, he's seen play now, uh, finally. But finally, give me three players that exceeded your expectations this season other than Jaden Daniels.
2: I'm going to say – I think this is not going to be a popular pick for a lot of people, but I'm going to say Harold Perkins. Um, okay. I think a lot of people kind of dunk on him this year, but it, if you look at the numbers, dude, he's one of the best, if not the best linebacker in the country. He's definitely up there. Um, Him, I'd say Andre Sam, definitely, yeah. and um, Greg Penn are my three. I like that. Greg Penn, uh, we've said several times in this podcast, there's nothing bad to say about that guy. Yeah. He is – Did it LH- again this weekend. Exactly. He's LSU Tiger, like through and through, man. Like, definition of it works hard um, and puts out the performance on the field, too.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to go with this receiving core. Coming into the season, I was looking for Malik and BT to really pop off this year, but I think they have far ex- exceeded my expectations. Yeah. I mean, I wasn't asking for Malik to win a off. I was just asking him to have, you know, a, a thousand yard a, season. Another yeah. thousand yard season, you know, because that's what he did last year. And I'll even throw in Kyron Kyron Lacy out there, yeah. out there because towards the middle of the season, I was kind of a little down on him, a little yeah. little disappointed, I guess you could say. But I think he's really turned it up a notch during yeah. his last stretch of the season, shown that he can be that consistent mm-hmm. number three receiver. Not sure if he has another year of eligibility. Left, I think but, he does, but, but, yeah, but I, think I would it's, love to have him.
1: Back. I think I think when it comes down. To it, I think that's a smart decision that yeah. he has to make is to stay because he could actually really shine yeah. next year. But I'm actually going to go with Brian Thomas Jr. Went from having a 361-yard season last year to solidifying himself as a top first-round pick uh, or second-round pick. And, and that's just super impressive to see You know how his developments looked. When I first watched him You know, step on the field against uh, – it was the year after COVID. It was against UCLA, and this guy was – all LSU was using him was in the flats – and look at him now. But second person, I'm going to go with Emory Jones. Uh, We know that Will Campbell didn't allow a sack this year. Um, He holds a standard though. He's played tackle all of his life, but for Emory to go out and play tackle after, after playing guard his entire career and just playing really solid every single week, that's really impressive. Um, And then third guy, like Nate said, I'm going with Andre Sam, the guy stepped up from bouncing back from position to position, you know, switching from corner to safety, um, and he did a phenomenal job uh, each week, you know, doing that. And I, this is a guy that LSU got a lot of positives out of. And you didn't really find that on defense a lot uh, this year. So moving on, though, to J- Jaden Daniels. Right now, without the conference champions, championships, is he your Heisman winner? This should be easy.
2: Yeah, I mean, I think we all have the same answer for this one. And I think anybody that's watched Jaden Daniels week in and week out would have the same answer. And any Heisman voter that actually does their research, looks at the numbers, looks yeah. at the film, should have the same answer, um, and that he's absolutely the Heisman winner. No matter what Bo Nix or even Michael Penix does in conference championships this weekend, yeah. Daniels should get the trophy, like, without a doubt. <laughs>
0: yeah. I think without the conference championships, yes. yeah, it, It'd almost be impossible not to, you know. Just looking at it from a regular yeah. season standpoint... I mean, he checks every box. He has the numbers. Mm-hmm. He's got wins on his record. Like like I said in the last podcast, it's not like we're a sub five hundred team. This is still yeah, a That's another football thing. team, and we have won games solely because of what he's been able to do. Mm-hmm. More specifically, Florida, his legs. Florida, Auburn. Texas A and M last, Arkansas week. that fourth and four for what forty nine yard run that he had. Yep, really put us in a good position. We're we probably go down three possessions if we don't pick up that fourth down yep. right there, man. So it's just things like that. And looking at it at the race from this point, I don't understand why he wouldn't be your husband.
1: Yeah, I mean, and, and I could go on, right? We could go on and on about which individual stats he leads in. But y'all can check Twitter with that, right? Jaden Daniels. Let's go check out yeah, Cody
2: Worsham. Yeah, That yeah. man is a – impressive pi- guy. Right? They are pioneers on the uh, – yeah. uh. Talk Jayden, about Lewis
1: and Clark. Those two guys are Lewis and Clark. <laughs> for the Jaden
2: Daniels-Heisman campaign, they certainly are. Yeah.
1: But, I mean, like, you look at it. He's the most outstanding player in college football. Shouldn't be even a discussion. He's accounted for 50 touchdowns just in the regular season, which has only been done by a few quarterbacks. And and those guys were also Heisman Heisman winners, winners, right? And he's explosive with both his arm and his legs. You just can't stop the guy, right? And and I saw a tweet today, and it was like, when it all boils down to you need a play from one of these guys, who are you putting on the field, right? On the last play, who do you want?
2: You talking
0: about between Nixon and, and Nixon, Dan-
1: Nicks and Daniels, oh, dude? It is. Plus, it's like man. really, it's
0: Daniels without a I doubt. I don't even almost like talking about it because it just—I never want to sound biased, but yeah. like, bro, it's—it's it's really not even hard for me. Like,
1: yeah, and then I guess lastly, I mean, do you think with the conference championships, Bo Nix will get more votes with that? Uh, those absolutely,
0: stats? there's a reason that the voting closes what a day after the conference championships, right. yeah. which is
2: absolutely ridiculous to me that you get to you vote. Think so? That you get to vote for a regular season award after a conference championships, yeah, I think that's ridiculous. I think so.
0: Okay, Well, looking at it from that standpoint.
1: Yeah, even I though Joe Burrow's Heisman moment, well, his moment came. Like, I mean, yeah, that was that was like yeah six, before, yeah, six games actually. That's yeah, uh, never so. mind. Yeah. yeah, yeah, but
0: still, I definitely think that's going to warrant much more votes for him or Michael Penix. Yeah, hear. you know, should either one of them do something crazy? I don't even, actually. I take it back. I don't even think they have to do anything crazy. I think. If Bo Nix has a 300-yard, three-touchdown touchdown, game yeah. or something like that, I think people are really going to take that into account.
1: Yeah, and I, I agree. I think, sadly, you know, with the way that the politics, you know, go into this award, I think many people are just going to shift their vote to Nix just because he gets one more game yep. with those stats. But we're going to shift over now to the LSU women's basketball team. Uh, they are currently 7-1. and one, And obviously many people know that Angel Reese has been absent since – after the Kent State game, but with this, LSU has been forced to play with less players with Kateri Poole also mm-hmm. absent. So now an injury to Samai Smith as well as she went down uh with a knee injury. So first off, are you how or are you worried with the situation with Angel being absent and do you think LSU has any shot of winning big games without her?
0: I am a little worried just because yeah. It's just so such little that we know. Like, we don't really know what's going on. So I think it's out of the blue. It's out of the blue. And for me, that's what worries me. If it is a a grades thing, cool, you can fix that. Yeah. If it's a teammate thing, like if this is a locker room thing, situations like that just don't get fixed. Like, it just does not work like that. As far as winning big games, I'm not so sure. Mm -hmm. I mean, you just... It's hard to win games without arguably your best player. Your right? best. It's, it's really just that simple. Sure.
2: Yeah, I mean, I I think LSU fans, are, like you said, are pretty worried about it, and as they should be. But I right. I don't think they're going to keep her out for, for too long, especially not once conference play starts. I think we might even see her play Thursday. Thursday. But this will come out Friday. We're taping this yeah. um, Tuesday, so we might very well be wrong. But yeah. I think she'll play Thursday. And if she doesn't, sorry, I lied. But... <laughs> Um, I I'm I'm not like crazy concerned about it because I think she'll be back eventually. But it is scary not having your best player, uh, yeah, with the team you know, for sure. And like Jane said, as far as winning big games, it's going to be a lot tougher without her for sure. And, that,
1: and not only her, but Samiah Smith. Yeah, so exactly. My thing is, I think the like we said, the entire LSU fan base is pretty worried about LSU women's basketball for the very reason that their MVP of last year, Angel Reese, and a national champion, um, is now absent and we like jaden said we just don't know why i think that's the biggest thing yeah and i think that kim Mulkey's doing the right thing right keep all that away from the media that's how it should be she's doing a great job doing that but i think it's the sole fact that we don't know why and and, you know justified like we said we don't know what's going to go happen we don't know when she's going to come back and i think that's what really worries them and i think she's going to come back there's no doubt about it um but i think lots you know i think LSU's going to struggle without her. You've seen it already, and they played Virginia close, and yeah. that should not probably happen, but it's going to happen when one of your best players doesn't play. So with that, you know, when do you think she comes back? Like you said, Nate, um, maybe Thursday.
2: Thursday? I think Thursday. If she doesn't, again, sorry, but definitely, I, I, by SEC. definitely by SEC play. I think there's no chance she's not back before conference play yeah, starts. I think she'll
0: be back a game or two from SEC play. Mm -hmm. let her warm up a little bit get back out there you know let's go win some more games
1: yeah I think I think she could be probably back by as early as next week Mm -hmm. I don't I don't know if she's going to be back for Virginia Tech that's what kind of the suspicion is you know obviously she posted that picture back at the PMAC um, earlier today but how much does that Samaya Smith injury hurt you know LSU especially losing another post player with Angel already out Man, it hurts a lot, man, especially for
0: someone who was really just starting to mm-hmm. initiate herself within this offense and really right. just blossom into her own. So, it hurts a lot, man. You're already without maybe your best player and then someone else who started to play up to their level. Mm-hmm. They go down with an injury. That's this is the last thing you need right now. So, yeah, it's going to be a big loss, man, especially mm-hmm. with Angel already being out.
2: Yeah, it's tough. I think she was probably the most improved player from last season. Oh, for sure, like without a doubt, she Easily. looked she looked awesome this year in, in the games that she's played. So to lose a player that's improved the way she has is is would be tough for any team.
1: Yeah, and I think this is the real reason why LSU fans should really be freaking out. is, yeah. is because if you saw how good. I mean, if you saw how Samaya Smith went down after the way she's been playing, it's just so unfortunate. Mm-hmm. Um, she's been one of LSU's most consistent players, not even most improved, but most consistent at that. And, and she's just improving each game. But yeah. with Angel and her gone, you know, that's two post players and, and two really good ones at that. And it's going to be super difficult to win big yeah. games with that. But how how impressed are you um, with freshman guard Michaela Williams? Man, impressed is not even the word, bro. Yeah. Like – this girl just
0: graduated high school. What, yeah. six months ago? Yeah. About, yeah, Louisiana schools graduate pretty early. In May, yeah, yeah, in May. She's graduated high school six months ago, bro. She's dropping, you know, 40. forty point games, man, and not even just that game, but the energy that she has when she comes out there. She does not look like a freshman. She looks like a two, three year starter that's mm-hmm. been here before, that knows the ropes, knows what she needs to do, and I think the thing that impresses me the most about her is her confidence to go out. Yes, there. like it's just. It's unbelievable and it's just it's super evident man like you All just right. you cut the game on you just see it like it's just there. Yeah,
2: she she knows who she is. Yeah, where, like right. she knows what she's capable of and I don't even think she's reached what she's fully capable yeah. of. She's only yep. a freshman. Exactly. Um like you said Andre and I just I I'm so excited to see what she does in her future here at LSU. I mean you got people saying they haven't seen a player like her at LSU since like Simone.
1: Yeah. yeah. Like
2: she's that good, dude. And, and that I, early in her career. Exactly. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And that's what you make a good point. I think I think she's going to end up being the best freshman in LSU women's basketball history. And I don't think that's crazy to say. Um she's putting up 20 points a game like it's nothing. Like we said. That's and, actually. Ridiculous. And it's one thing to do that later on in the season, but she's been doing it since game 1. She gym. she stepped up in a Colorado game where no one else she, could. She was the and one that, bright spot in it. Exactly. And she just shows maturity mm-hmm. every single game. Um, she doesn't turn it over m- many times. Yep. She just she makes the right basketball decisions. She takes good shots. Yeah. There's really nothing I can say and, really bad about her.
0: And she's a shooter too,
1: man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like
0: that's one thing I feel like we <laughs> left last year, was a consistent shooter. Yeah. But I don't think we have to worry about that anymore.
2: She's I agree. not just consistent, efficient. Yeah, efficient.
1: efficient. Yeah. Yeah, and, and so do you think this you know team shapes up as the season goes?
2: Yeah, I'm. I'm not. I, I said this earlier when everybody was freaking out over the the Colorado loss. It, it's 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 not the same yeah. team as last year. It's a new team. They've got a lot of new players. Not as experienced. Right? Not as experienced. You you have teammates that need to get used to each other and get used to playing with each other. Yeah. And starting off against mm-hmm. number twenty Colorado that definitely should have been higher than number twenty. Yes, is not the way. Who to Who is get, now you, you, number
1: five? I yeah, think. exactly. Yeah.
2: Should not have been. Or it's not the way to get used to each other, or they like that right. with a new team. So I think they're by. I said this earlier. By the time the tournament comes, they're going to be a juggernaut.
0: Yeah, I agree. I think all of these kinks will be straightened out by the time that they need to be. You know, I trust Kim Mogi to get these girls ready to play. Yeah. You know, and they still have a a bunch of talent oh, in this yeah. roster, man. It's, they're gonna be. They're, they're gonna, gonna be okay. Gonna Anissa Moro dropped thirty-seven against Virginia. Exactly. She was named <coughs> Women's College Player of the Week by ESPN. Dude, exactly. By so exactly. This team is gonna be just fine. They're gonna win a lot of more games this
1: year. It's just gonna take a little bit of time for them to yep. really
0: get things clicking.
1: Yeah, and I think it doesn't matter, and, uh, and and like it does matter to an extent, right? You need to get everybody back. That's yeah. my thing. Until you get everybody back, they're not they're not gonna be able to figure each other out in different mm-hmm. lineups. They're not gonna be able to build that chemistry until they get everybody back they're not going to be able to do that. But once they do, they don't need to worry because it's just at that point, you just have to find your consistency. You have to play your best ball in March. And that's really all that's going to matter.
0: We just need to get in too. man.
1: Yeah. Yeah, and so finally, let's stay within the college football realm for this weekend as it is conference championship weekend with a lot on the line for many top-ranked teams. So starting off with Washington and Oregon, the rematch, Washington won the first game by field goal, 36-33, I believe but it could be a very different game as Oregon is playing their best football at the moment. And Washington fighting for a spot in the playoff as they try to remain undefeated. They're a little, you know, wishy-wash. But um, first off, what kind of game do you predict this to be in terms of defensive or offensive? Because it is the second time these teams play.
0: I think this game could end up shaping up just like the first one, man. Yeah, I think there are just too many weapons across both of these both of these offenses for this to end up being a Mm. 17-14 to type of game. So I think it's going to be a back-and-forth game with a lot of highlights. If you're one of those people where you don't like to wait for stuff to happen, Mm -hmm. this is going to be a game that you want to watch. Exactly.
2: Yeah, for sure. I mean, I'm very excited about this game. It's going to be a great rematch. I've got Washington – Kind of winning this game. I'm trying to find the spread right now because I believe
0: Oregon is going to be favored. I saw Four. Washington was like nine and a half. Oh, nine, nine and a half.
2: Dollars. Yeah, that's what I saw from yeah. an article from me yesterday. I'm trying to see if there's trying Which to find is crazy. it updated. But if it's still nine and a half, it's wild for going to be favored that high. Yeah. Especially after Washington already beat them, and I um, I understand they're still playing, but I don't know. I I think Washington's going to pull off the win. I think there's a reason they won already in the regular season. I think Washington's just the more. complete team team. even though they've hit a couple speed bumps Mm -hmm. yeah i think they're the more complete
1: team i think this is going to be another shootout like the first one um i know that the defenses will pick up on the things they did in the first game but like jaden said there's a lot of weapons on both sides and just both defenses let's be honest they're gonna they've struggled with great offenses all season and so we're gonna see that um this week um uh, but what do you think Oregon has to do maybe nathan uh to defeat washington this time you're going to have to crank
2: up the defense which they have their defense is playing yep. really really good football right now um to help contain penix you're going to need that and i don't think penix is super hard to contain sometimes we've seen him hit several speed bumps this season mm-hmm. but um i don't know i i th- i think that their defense isn't Going to be good enough, but they if if they want to have a shot, it's going to need to be.
0: Yeah, I think they're going to have to manage the clock much better this time around. Yeah, yeah And I think the no decision doubt. making will have to just be a little bit better. I think there yes. was an opportunity at the end of the first half. Last, they game, went for it a
1: few times on fourth and, times. and missed
0: it. So, if you're going to do that this time, make you're gonna, sure you you're going to have to convert. Yeah, you, you cannot afford to get that close and not convert. You know, going in the half, and I'm pretty sure Washington got the ball back in the second half too, but mm-hmm. I could be wrong. But they're going to have to manage the clock better, and they're going to have to have a little bit better decision-making. If you're going to be gutsy, you better convert.
1: Yeah, I mean, I, I think Oregon just has to be able to take, you know, the pass out of the game. That's going to be hard because Washington is a team that favors the pass. Yep. But take that away from them to be one-dimensional. I say this a lot, but make them do something they don't want to do. Yeah. Washington does not run the ball very well. Play a lot of zone coverage and get to Penix. you got to get to Penix early. But do you think that Bo Nix has a great game this week? Maybe.
2: I don't know. I keep wanting to say no, but I think I don't. It's, I kinda, I, think,
1: I don't want to jinx honestly. I know yeah. that's part
2: of it, but I think I think a lot of it's just me with with a little wishful thinking. Yeah, yeah thinking Jaden going to get yeah. the highs I think he's going to have a good game. I think yeah. Penix is also going to have a good game. Um, yeah, it's going to be a battle for both these guys, and they're both going to do really well. Um, yeah. which is bad news for for, for LSU fans. Daniels, Yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah, I completely agree. I think both of these guys are going to perform extremely well, Mm -hmm. simply because of the fact that this is going to be a shootout, which means a lot of touchdowns for these guys. And like we said earlier, I do think, unfortunately, it's going to end up factoring into that Heisman voting a little bit. But who knows, man? Maybe Jaden Downs really did separate himself.
1: Yeah, I I think – it's I think, still I think, possible. I think right?
2: the thousand yard rushing yards that's, should be enough that's to what separate. I'm but
1: on too. Like, yeah. Yeah. We'll see. We'll see. And I think Knicks I think Nick's is going to have three total. Three total three touchdowns total. this week. I think they're going to have to do some things they don't want to do, right? Like rush the ball. Um use their running backs this week. But I think he's going to have a lot of passing yards. I think that's the thing that might hurt Jaden this weekend. But with the Wash the and especially with the way that the Washington defense has been playing, they're just so on and off. And and that's not where you want to be come conference championship weekend. Um, but who wins this one? I'm going to say Oregon. Yeah. Oregon
0: has just looked almost like a different team since that Washington loss. <clears throat> uh, I do think this is yep. a swing either way. But I'm going to say Oregon 42-38. I like it. Yeah,
2: I'm going to ride with the Huskies. The Oregon is still nine-and-a-half point favorites. Which I, is I crazy. I'm say. I'm at least taking the Huskies to cover. Yeah, but um, yeah. I I, I think Washington is still the more complete team. I think you're going to see a little bit of resurgence from them this weekend, and I think they they secure that playoff spot for themselves.
1: Yeah, I think I think Oregon is actually. I think they're just. I think they win the rematch. It's hard to beat a team twice, and and with the way that Washington has just been, like I said, they're inconsistent. I think that's going to kind of go and hurt them this yeah. weekend. But next we're going to talk about the SEC championship as Georgia and Alabama face each other for the first time since the national championship game in 2021. Yeah. So do you think that this Alabama team is as good as they are ranked uh, where they played up and down to their competition all year? I mean – I think they are. I think
0: – even if you are a good team, I don't think this is a Bama team that you still want to face. Just yeah. Because Bama just – they're a good team, man. They are. You know, I'm not gonna get lost in the whole them having to win on a last-second touchdown against Auburn because I mean it's the Iron Bowl. It's know? the Iron those, Bowl, man. Yeah, those games are always. And tough. by the way, and prevent,
2: prevent defense is the worst thing that's ever existed. Oh, it is. That's that's what Auburn was on doing goal at the line, end too. Yeah,
1: like you can't do that. Yeah. yeah.
0: But yeah, I do think this Alabama team is at least as good as where they.
1: What do they rank with? Alabama's eight? about seven or eight, right? Or I think eight. they're eight still. Yeah, I think. <clears throat> I think that's a
0: fair ranking for them. I'm not. Yeah. I'm not too mad
1: at it. Yeah.
2: Um. I I think uh, Alabama is not as good as as yep. they're ranked. I think they're
1: overrated. I think so too.
2: Um. I think ever since that LSU game where our defense, as they have done to every opponent this year, makes them look like a Heisman candidate.
1: Yep.
2: Um. And a top five offense in the country. They did that to Bama, and ever since that game, people have been so high on Alabama. When I think it was more of how bad our defense played yeah. more so than how good Alabama's offense is. Yeah, and I think people are way too high on Bama. They've been deceived by Nick Saban and Jalen Milrow. Yeah, and I think that it's it, it's going to be a re- it's Blake Sims. I think they're going to get a reality check this Saturday.
1: And I th- like look, Jaden. I get it. They're – you can't count. They're not a Bama bad team out. by any by any means. And like, no, definitely not. Because if Georgia doesn't take them seriously, Bama's going to go. Yeah, dog walk them. And so I think I think just the inconsistency that they play with each week, I think that's something that you really haven't seen from Georgia all year. And I think that Alabama team has shown a lot of weaknesses. And Georgia, they're greatly coached, right? They're yeah. going to be able to pick up on that better than anybody else in the country. And I that that's my reason that Georgia goes and wins this game. I think that simply off of experience and because of coaching. And, and Kirby Smart, I think – they're going to win because of that. I think that Bama is just not as great as everybody's been saying they are. But I mean, I could be wrong. But what does Georgia have to do to beat Nick Saban again?
2: Kirby Smart's going to do what Kirby Smart does and and make fake rat poison for his uh his players, like yeah. he did in years past, where he oh the media's Media count us you out, trash. Yeah. media's count us out, everybody's count us out, blah 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 blah. Yeah, everybody hates us. We're gonna. Go out wow. and prove them wrong. Yeah, that's going to be part of it. But as far as on the field, um, <clears throat> just just do what you have done as Georgia the past two years play to win, to win national championships. Play elite. excellent defense, elite defense, and play definitely above average offense, <laughs> and you'll be just fine. Literally.
0: I'm interested to see how they do with containing Jalen Milrow in mm-hmm. his legs. I don't think Georgia's faced a quarterback this year. That's outside scramble. Of Brady Cook. Both teams have kind of struggled with that. Outside of Brady Cook mm-hmm. with a quarterback that can run the ball like yeah. that. So I'm interested to see how they deal with that. And I think if they could contain that, then I don't think Bama has a shot really.
1: Yeah, and I think I think Georgia's, like you said, they gotta be able to get the Jalen Milrow yeah. and, and just be able to bring him down. I think Georgia's corners, they're gonna be completely fine playing man on Bama's receivers. Bama's yeah. receivers really don't impress me that much this year. Um and it's going to be completely up to pressure in stopping that Bama offense, offensive line, who's really not as great as people make them out to be. Um, even LSU is kind of getting pressure. Yeah, exactly. Um, but like I said, who wins this one? I'm taking the dogs
2: Ryan with Georgia and Kirby Smart. I like it. Um, and I think they win pretty comfortably, too.
1: I think like 10. I still have my same prediction. Yeah, let me
2: see what the line is for that
1: game. I think it's four right now, something like that. What do you have right now? I want to say Bama,
0: just because Mm -hmm. the whole thing about who gets in. (laughs) Yeah, no, it's hard to think about. Texas beats them. I can just see them making this college football playoff community, community, committee just sweat. Mm -hmm. So, but I don't know. I'm. I think I'm gonna go Georgia. I think that's the safest bet. Georgia just looks like the better team. They're the yeah. better team on paper. They look like the better team on film. Yeah, they, I, I'm going Georgia. I just man. trust Georgia. A little
2: bit. Georgia open is four and a half point four favorites.
1: Half. Which they're going to cover.
2: Yeah, I think so. I think they cover that. And I'm surprised that they this game is is a closer spread than Washington. Yeah, and Oregon. Yeah, I, I agree. Crazy
1: to me. I've got I've got Georgia, man. I I think this is the most. I I think this is the least talented Nick Saban team that I've seen in the 20. 20, 20s, 2010s 20, yeah. at that. Uh, but I've, i got Georgia. I think their defense is going to go and shut down Jalen Melrose. They usually do that with elite quarterbacks. They did with Jaden Daniels last year. But give me the winners out of the rest of the conference championships for the rest of the week, starting with SMU and Tulane.
2: Give me the green wave, man, all day. <clears throat>
1: yeah, I'm going to go Tulane. You going Tulane? I'm going Tulane just – yeah, I don't care. Just a little bit, but I'm going Tulane. I mean, two I, 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 gonna, I could see an upset. SMU is good. I could but, see an yeah. upset with the way that Tulane's been playing, but I, I'm going Tulane. Uh, next up, we have Iowa. Michigan shouldn't be Michigan. really. Michigan, Michigan. Uh, like, I'm going Michigan, but I think Iowa does cover. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think their defense what is, is the very, very good. Uh, 18, something like that. Is it really? Yeah, yeah, it's it's pretty big. Let's find out real That's quick. Kind of a little disrespect. 18 would be mind blowing
2: um i think it's 18 but
1: yeah um next up we have louisville florida state this is such a interesting one because florida state really hasn't i i I mean yeah they should have lost last week Mm -hmm. real tall like they should have lost last week and if they win they're in the playoff as sad as that is because i mean yes because if they win they're in
2: yeah if they win i think they win, even and they though just, they're going to they go. I think they deserve. They're going to be go
1: in. be and they're going to go be the fourth seed, and they're going to get smacked. But, but I think
2: they deserve to be in. if They, they, they do. Win out. They do. You can't leave them out. That's but wrong. This, You're like, discrediting every single. No, other no, player I'm on that team. no, I'm not saying that's wrong. I'm not yeah. saying you. I'm just saying yeah. people who are saying that Florida State shouldn't be in, shouldn't even be if they in. win out, Ugh. is ridiculous. No, that's You're...
1: penalizing a team for all they've accomplished. Exactly.
2: You're discrediting every single other
0: player on that team.
1: Yeah. What do you have? I'm gonna go Louisville. You think Louisville pulls it off? Florida
0: State. Now that I've seen them play a complete game with their backup quarterback against a pretty bad Florida team. I yeah, mean, I, I, just, I mean, Florida did everything to yeah, lose that one. They just – it's just – it's not the same team. It's just that simple.
2: The Michigan spread, by the way, is minus – the Michigan spread by oh, yeah. 23. 23, yeah. Give me uh, the Hawks to cover. Uh, I think Hawkeyes yeah, are big, you Yeah, know? that's insane.
1: Finally, we have Oklahoma State and Texas. This – Kind of bats easy. the eye, but it kind of doesn't at the Better same time. Texas. Yeah, Texas. I think Texas by a lot. Yeah. <laughs> um. But to wrap things up, it is now time for the poopoo bruiser of the week, where this award goes out to the worst performance of the week, whether that's a team, a player, a coach, or even a fan base, which could be this week. Yep. Could be this week. Um. So who is it, guys? Um. Start off with you, Nate, since you know yours.
2: Yeah, I'm gonna go with uh, the Auburn Tigers War Eagles, yeah. whatever you want to call them. Um, lost an Iron Bowl that they absolutely should have won. Um, you could have knocked Alabama out of the playoffs with this win. Playing prevent at the 30 you, is crazy. You had the win in your hands. Alabama's got a fourth and 31 with 30 seconds left in the game. And you play prevent defense, and you lose on a fourth and 31 touchdown, which it was an amazing catch, too. It was a great It grow. really wasn't it was even great horrible. throw.
1: Like it's not even on the cornerback at that point. It's just No, yeah. Because that guy's an all American, If the you way.
2: and if you look back, and I'm not sitting here like complaining about referees or anything, it was whatever. There was a bit of a push off from the receiver
1: on that play. Here's but, my thing. Don't muff the dang punt. Yeah. Don't muff that the yeah. punt with four minutes to go. That gave Bama everything yeah. they needed.
2: Yeah. But so to to lose on a fourth and thirty one conversion for a touchdown is yeah. absolutely <laughs> skyrockets you to poo poo Art of the
0: week. Yep. I'm gonna go with the Detroit Lions. Man. Nah. The Lions started the season 8-2 and two for the first time since... JFK. ...segregation. <laughs> uh, you know, just when I thought the Lions were a good team, they come out and they do this. But I forgot about the Thanksgiving curse. So Yeah.
1: Yeah. What is yeah. It? What moon?
2: The waxing gibbous moon. They've never won on Thanksgiving... Oh, in 13, baby. ...when there's a waxing gibbous moon. I don't even know what that means.
1: I, <laughs> I saw a funny t- uh, tweet, and it was like, a gun posted at the moon. It was like Lions fans. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I think they're not a fan of the the waxing gibbous. Yeah. Um, I'm going to go with the Buffalo Bills, um, who have a history of not getting the ball first in overtime. Well, that was not the case this week. Uh, they get the ball first in overtime this week, completely blow the opportunity to beat the best team in the NFL. As Josh Allen and Gabe Davis, unable to connect on that third down, um, I'm going with the Bills because just how are you going to complain so many times that you don't get the ball first in overtime when it really has kind of screwed you over and from time to time and you go and score a field goal yeah. and then you let up a touchdown. Yeah, <laughs> So I'm going to go with them. Um, but that's going to do it for us. Huge thanks to Jaden Smith and Nathan Messina for joining me today but also this entire semester as we have been able to bring you all a podcast weekly. I'm Andre Sean Pine, and this has been the Hodges Huddle.